Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How is everyone? Let me get adjusted here. You can hear me? Okay. Let me get the chat room. Okay. Good afternoon. How is everyone? I am Charlotte. I'm your host for the next hour. It's casual Fridays with Dancing Nuts. Also, it's a special show. Yesterday, let me get, I hate cords hanging. Yesterday, I did my 200th show in this format. And when I say this format, video format. Um, I spent probably, I'll, I'll bring Nancy on to help me out with this too. I have probably done it all when you think about it. Okay, this is the other Nancy. <laughs> when you think about it, I have probably done a thousand shows, if not more. But the bulk of them were on Block Talk Radio and uh, Talk Shoe. And that's because I, like I said last night, being a newspaper reporter, a lot of the newspaper people don't like going in front of a camera. They do now because of social media. I mean, you know, you've got new newspapers all over the place, reporters showing themselves on camera now, you know, for doing live reports and stuff for the websites. But newspaper reporters back in my day, I'm Gen X. We're not into things like going in front of the camera to do news reports and stuff. However, when I was working for uh, the, the uh, one of the newspapers, it was a little bit with the other one, Placerville. Placerville, that's it. When I was working for the Placerville, I'm sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> if anybody saw my Facebook post, it says sometimes there just aren't enough rocks. Anyway, um, when I was working for the Placerville paper, because I was filming the California Haunts TV show, which was on public access, because I was filming that, I had the camera equipment to go live. So there were a few times that we actually took that equipment out and went live. Not live, but, you know, we did a record and then up on the website. And then cell phones got better. And then all this started. But, uh, yeah, so I was doing that with that paper for just it was a brief time that we did that. But eventually the cell phones got 100% better than they were. Do you remember the cell phones? I'm going to show my age. Nancy probably remembers the cell phones at one time. Either looked like a regular telephone or they were big bulky things that you carried. I remember my first cell phone was a big bulky thing. But anyway, so that's where that's at. And so coming in to do this show, uh, when I decided to do it again, in fact, let me get Nancy on. We'll do that first and then go with it. Getting ahead of myself. Uh oh, no audio. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Fix it. She's figuring it. Anyway, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna digress a little bit too with this, in that I intended uh, I, I did a couple of live shows, not my shows, but people, other people's shows. 
to keep the to keep my name out there, keep the team's name out there, during the time that my mother was sick, you know, during the time I'm during the time of my, my, my mother's, you know, gradual fall, as they say, when she, as she got older. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Let me check my settings. See if I got a. Let me see. Hang on a second. Okay, she's not muted there. Let's see what we got. I could kick from the studio for fun. No, she's there. She's just not working. Anyway, we gonna get there. Can't hear you. Where'd it go? <laughs> it didn't go up. What the hell's going on here? Oh, oh not even the chat room. <laughs> okay, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Why is it they hold me back? Stop that. Okay, try again. There we go. That's the thing. Fix your mic. This happened a lot last week too. She's muted somehow. Give us a second, guys. <laughs> I can't hear you. She'll fix it. But anyway, you know, um, she's trying to figure it out. I um, took time off of, of working. I essentially retired to take care of my, my father and then my mother. And then during this time, you know, I, I was doing the show off and on, on blog talk. And, um, I liked it over there for the most part that, you know, you know, when I first started doing the show back in, I guess it was like the late nineties, early two thousands. Blog talk was the only, the, almost the only game in town. And so there were only like two or three paranormal people ghost hunters on blog talk doing a show so it was kind of a novelty so people hadn't caught on to blog talk yet and people still can't hear you oh yeah i don't know the only thing let me check something here this has happened before nope let me switch speakers hang on yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know I don't know. Looks like I'm going uh, solo tonight. Anyway, um, so when I first wanted to start doing a radio show, like I said, there were hardly anybody doing them. So I wanted to do one. So I turned around and I, I was buying different songs. I, I didn't know what to do. I mean, this was the time of dial-up. Okay, AOL dial-up. Everybody had AOL dial-up. And so I didn't quite know how to do it. I didn't understand bandwidth and all that. So I bought this thing called Pirate Radio, that software, and I was trying to use that, not realizing that how quick bandwidth gets used up. I don't know if anybody understands it, but bandwidth is, is like, as I chat here, it's kind of like, you know, when you go in to see your internet figures and see how much internet you used, bandwidth figures into that. So I, I got poor Tim Yancey on with me, and I... um 
Let me, let me message her. Hang on. <laughs> so uh at my private radio not really knowing what the heck bandwidth was and i'm using it during the show and i'm talking to tim nancy was my first guest that i ever had and he, he just passed away and if anybody doesn't know who that is he is a paranormal investigator that was around for a real long time and he was actually on the show and um he was friends with the Amityville Horror Family. He knew them, which is why I had him on, because I wanted to talk about the, the Amityville Horror for my first show. And so I had him on. I think he was brought, he was in his backyard that night, and because he lived in Florida. And we got about one-third through the show, and I ran out of bandwidth. Boom, cut off. So I, you know, my tail between my legs and all that stuff. And... You know what? Let me do this. I want to reset. I want to go. I'm going to go out and come back in. Everybody, hang loose. If you lose me, come back in. Okay. If you lose me, come back in. And I want to try and maybe. Okay, I'm back in. So I don't know. If you lose me, come back in. So anyway, Tim um, was very patient with me. I, I called him on the phone, explained it to him, <laughs> you know, that I was a novice doing this and that, you know, that uh, any advice he could give me would help. And he said, well, you know, why don't you look at Block Talk Radio? Because that's where, that seems to be where everybody's going. And I said, okay. So I signed up over at Block Talk. And back then it was, I'm not going to give the prices now, but back then it was like for an hour, you know. And so I started out doing the show, brought Tim back, did the first show. At that time, I was doing like shows once a week. I wasn't sure you know, what I was really doing. So then, you know, Nancy uh, was an early guest because I remember I met Nancy, uh, as you guys have heard before, uh, when I was in college doing the cemetery tours at the uh, at the Old City Cemetery in Sacramento. And so I remembered her. And plus, after I went to work at the Woodland Paper, we did a Halloween thing. And so we went back to see, you know, we went back to the cemetery tour. Once I was a full-fledged journalist. So I, I called Nancy and asked her to come on. And then that's where everything launched. We were just friends from that, from that on, you know, working together and stuff. We even had, I think, at some point, a, week, a weekly show over there that we would do together. But it's like this. It's like with this one, I gradually, um, it's hot in here. I gradually um, built up to, from one show to two shows to three shows to four shows to five shows. You know, to where I was doing nightly shows over there. And then the show, and then when I wasn't doing the nightly shows, I even went to two hour shows at one point where I would have one guest on early and another guest on later on. So I was doing that. And I stayed at Blog Talk for a long time. And then all of a sudden, oh, lost Nancy. She was back. Then all of a sudden, you know, see, it used to be when that happened, you guys should be shook up. It didn't happen anywhere. It used to, and uh, when all that happened, Everybody caught on to Block Talk Radio, so everybody came on to Block Talk Radio. So then the connections and everything would get overloaded. And so there were issues over there, which they fixed. I'll give them credit for that, which they fixed. 
There's nothing wrong with rock time. And uh, so I did that for almost 10 years, off and on. You know, and as my mother and father got sicker, I wouldn't do it as much. In fact, we were still on dial when, when we had our house up in Northern California. Um, <laughs> right in the Shadow Mail Shasta. We were on dial-up, and I would take my laptop up there, and I would do the show from Northern California on that dial-up from up there. I'd do it in that room. Nothing. Can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know. Not in the stars. Keep trying. Anyway, so um, I would do it that way. Like, like when I would go on vacation, the laptop would go with me, and I'd do it from wherever. And then... As my mother got sick, once my father passed away, as my mother got sick, because I uh, all my stuff was in the small office and I was doing stuff over the small. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a big studio, small room. Uh, what I call my big studio now, I was doing it in there, and then I started to move in here. I moved everything over in this in, in this big room because this room's huge, and so I got all my computer. I got like I got four computers back here and, and whatnot, and I decided that. Just about a year before my mother died, I decided that I wanted to put a um, sound booth in here to do the show in. And so that project started. And I, and I took like a year off away from shows. Almost two years. What is that? What's my point? Okay. Wildfire update. How's that? Yes, you're back. It had something to do with a toggle that you don't usually... Uh, Time today has crashed. It's always, you know, it's always, it's always there. So we have internet in the ground. Yeah. So Hornbrook is. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is the ground up there. Yeah. So I'm not sure what happened. I spent like three hours a day on headset. So what happened between 12 o'clock and now? Yeah. Yeah. It was days, Ben. And I'm just like that. I posted it on Facebook a few minutes ago. Sometimes there just aren't enough rocks, right? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. But we'll spend more time with you. We'll tack this yes, on in the other. We're happy. It's Friday. We don't care. <laughs> oh, let's just relax for a minute. <laughs> Where's my coffee? Oh, sweetie, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's fine. I mean, I was going to tell everybody about the history of the show anyway because people don't realize how long I've been on the air. Oh my God! We excuse me. Um, so I started Block Talk Radio because I did hear you talk about it. I can't remember if it was 07 or 08, and I know that's really. And I did <laughs> lots and lots of shows, <laughs> lots and lots and lots. And then around um, 2010 or 11, we started doing Block Talk Radio with Port Orange Paranormal with George Lopez, and you had me come in, and. Uh, I don't remember we were, they were investigating a town and she says to George, I have somebody that might be, you might find interesting. <laughs> Calls me, get on the phone. And I go, you Brad, I don't even know what we're doing here. And uh, because I had done it before, I thought it was kind of crazy and wonderful, you know, that I was invited somewhere else. And my gosh, we have so much history. She said that I've done at least uh, 40 shows with her. But then I did some with George, yeah. and I also did some with another group. Um, you know, it's been so long. I think there was a couple others I was on. Right. I was on a lot of blog talk radio shows. I was always invited. So I was on a few people. One lady was very, very popular, and she unfortunately passed away. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I was on her show quite a few times. And then there was um, a tall, lanky guy who was a astrologer. And I can't remember his names, but it was it's really fun. I've I've done nothing but have pleasurable experiences except when it crashes. Well, My what's fun just... is that blog talk at first, depending on which plot, well, they didn't have the like the hours that they allow you now where you can get like a two hour block. It used to be like an hour, remember? If, I, I know on, George used to get more. I think he paid more. Yeah, depending on what level you were at. So I only had yeah. an hour. It was funny because yeah, I knew Nancy had her accounts. So we would do we, we would do these investigations, you know, on location. And and again, you know, we didn't have cell phones or anything like that. So the way I would do it was that I would be broadcasting and my team had walkie-talkies. <laughs> they would be talking to the walkie-talkies and I'd have it up to, up to the mic, you know, so people could hear. But the problem was you only had an hour. So poor Nancy would have to stay up because we'd be out there at like 10 or 11. And when I ran out of time, we'd switch over to Nancy's network. I do remember all that. Yeah. Oh, God. Everybody would have to go over there to see, to, to see the rest of the You've got a good memory. And uh, I do remember a lot of investigations up there in Placerville. Yeah. A few. And, um, and then we switched over to Ione or some other places. Yeah, we were moving Placerville, Ione, Murphy's. Yeah. 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 All those places. And then the butcher the, shop. The butcher, oh, my God. Yes. The butcher <laughs> shop. That was crazy. That was where we got the sound of the... Um, because it had been a saloon at one time too, and that's where we got the sound in the back room of the, of the glass, the shot glass. It was sounded like a shot glass getting slammed down. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh-huh. The newspaper was there with us too. So yeah, so there've been a lot of adventures between Blog Talk and and then when I got upset with Blog Talk because like I said, at first there were hardly any paranormal groups on there, and then all of a sudden it was inundated, and so the quality kind of went, you know, down, and so I, I kind of got away from Blog Talk, went on talk show for a while. Oh, remember talks you vaguely vaguely yeah, the other guys yeah, they were a real nice network actually they weren't too bad i do remember but i can't remember because you know after a while all kind of blurs yeah <laughs> because all this time i was also working and doing my my this yeah. job and... so yeah, i was working a real job too you know doing that in the meantime i'm in the i was in that bathroom then i was in this room over here over on the wall and this room's always had good sound quality anyway but i had made a decision the year before my mother died that I wanted because yeah, in college I, I majored in journalism, recording studio engineering and photography. It kind of all fits together, you know, and I did some, and I, I did some stuff for like stagecraft too, you know, to, to learn oh. stuff about building sets and whatnot. So I learned how to build a studio. So I, I really wanted to have a sound booth dedicated for the show. If, if I decided to go back into the show. That was a big if. I remember all that. Because mm-hmm. I was on a break. And so it took me a while to build it. And my poor sister, I'm forever like doing crafts in my house. And so she's forever throwing her hands up in the air going, oh, God, what now? And As though she had a vote. I mean, really. <laughs> living somewhere else. In, and then I walk in and then she goes out for the for a little while. I decide I'm going to do it. I'm the kind of person that when I, Nancy knows this, when, when I get a wild hair up my wazoo, I just attack and do stuff. And my, my poor sister walks I'm guilty in. of that also. And the I, closet door is sitting in the hallway. <laughs> and she comes in and goes, what the heck is that in the hallway for? And I said, because I'm building a studio. And I got the eye rolls. Now, and was said, this when she was living? Because I don't remember her living with you guys. No, that was when she was just up here for a while when my mom was still alive. 
Oh, okay, okay. I just decided because since my mom was out of here anyway, I was just going to build my studio. And it was funny as heck because she's just a perplexed look on her face when she saw the thing, you know, the, the door propped up. And then I said, well, I promise I'm not going to build it like permanent so that it doesn't ruin the walls or anything in the closet, which, which I did. You know, but then it was, well, what am I going to build it? You know, how am I going to do it? Because people had told me egg crates and all this. And I thought, I do egg crates? It's silly. No. Kids, you I've can build a studio. You, you can, and this closet's not that big, believe me. It's about <laughs> as big as the front seat of my freaking car. But with sound, I mean, you can record music in here. It's it's, it's, such, it's so nice, you know. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, you can do them cheap. I found out you can do them cheap. And, and I did do it cheap. I did it on the cheap. And I got my phone backing at dollar, a dollar store, phone poster board. Mm -hmm. for the backing mm -hmm. and then monica my producer helped me get the uh the uh ha the, the inch foam sound foam in the walls oh okay and then i used removable i remember seeing uh, that uh -huh. yeah i use removable uh tape you know like you do for uh, posters on your walls that's stuff they sell two-sided tape two-sided removable tape yeah so that mm -hmm. when, when we take it down it won't mar the wall so it's all stuck on so yeah so i was able to do it all the only thing, the only thing that was bad was I should have done the bottom first because my back was feeling good <laughs> because that's what took the longest to complete it. Because while I started doing the show again, I did it in the big studio. Once my mother passed away, Monica and I went over and, and built the big studio together back there, painted it up and everything and got it for photography. And so I moved this show in the big studio. And what happened was I was thinking about going on blog talk and I didn't know because I was, you know, I was price, real price conscious. And I'm not saying blog talk's high. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying Blog Talk's high. Blog Talk, I think, is fairly reasonable for what they're charging and for the service they have. Because you now it's really pricey, but I keep getting. Yeah, you can you get guys it for can half price or six over there months. On the phone, you know, and all that stuff. But I had to weigh this whole thing, and uh, I looked around, and it's, it's like Streamyard was the cheapest way to go, and then that could be on Facebook and stuff. So that was the decision to do that, and that's when it was like, well, God, I've got to be on camera. God help. <laughs> Sorry, so I, I understand this statement. It was like, <laughs> people going to want to watch my face on TV? Whoa. Oh, god! What scared me the most is my sister. After I started doing this, she goes, because she's got like a 50-inch TV. And she goes, oh, by the way, when I'm watching you, I got it full screen. Whoa. Oh, gosh. My son has one of those really big TVs, and I wonder if he's ever watched Mom. Oh, Mom! <laughs> oh, big as life. I didn't realize how big it would look until because I've got a sixty-five inch in my in my living room. And one night, I happened to just be you know how you can like like project the project yeah. Facebook up. I hit the wrong button and projected myself up on the TV. Ah. Well, you don't understand, Mom. She, this was her gift to mom. Yeah, this is and so she used to watch Disney movies and all the little characters would jump on the screen and movies that she was. And so she yeah. lived Disneyland. Grandma, yeah, so that's what mom, we would brother. do is all those H, yeah. you know, like people were making those HD videos <laughs> at Disneyland and going through the rides. Yeah. This is what I would do. I had a 65 inch screen. I'd sit my mother there. And we'd that was mom's life. Yeah. Ride. yeah. That's what we would do. That mom loved it, though. I, I remember hearing her laughing. I mean, give a gift, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just cherish every moment with your parents. Yeah, that's what we did. You know, so my, I, I may be gone tomorrow. <laughs> Live it up, Nancy. <laughs> oh, shoot. Go to Disney oh. in your mind. It's all good. TikTok yeah, now. Yeah. TikTok, you can go to Disney every day. It's, it's cool. 
so God. yeah, so it was it was nice in the other room because I had this big this big table in there I could stretch out. Lighting was good, and the lighting issue when you I didn't realize the lighting was going to be like it was either because the main lights like behind me over here, and the other room it was like above me over here, so the lighting was a lot better. So I had to fix the lighting, but it turned out nice. And so I started over there, uh, you know, doing the show. And like I, when I first started, there were arguments with my producer because she wanted me to pay for a year, and I said, "Well, I don't even know if we're going to be here in two months. I don't know if it's going to work out." I never. And who was this? Monica. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, with Monica. I, and, I missed the um, yeah. the service versus yeah, a because, person. because Monica had helped me build had helped me build that studio, and then she helped <laughs> me build this one. And I remember her going, well, "Pay everything for a year," and I said, "Well." I don't know if I'm going to be here two months. I don't know if I'm going to like this format. Right? At all. So I was going month to month, which irritated her. <laughs> but she, but you know, it's because of what I wanted. Baby good for baby, baby. You know, I hate to say it that way. But um, so then I started doing it on, uh, this way, and, and then it, it gradually grew. I mean, uh, first I was doing a show on Sundays where I was telling haunted, you know, doing like a haunted history piece for places that we've been. Thank you for making it ring. And, um, then I got away from that, and I was doing two shows a week, just doing that one special show and then one show show. And then little by little, went from one show to two shows to three shows. <laughs> and here I am. You see my face every day of a Saturday. <laughs> you know? I'd like to but, interject something here. Just because we're talking about this doesn't mean we're not trying to tell you, but we are building up that she has completed 200 yes. shows. And yes. with that, with a varied audience that could be watching this, there must be things that you really found interesting. She would yes. like, we've been talking about a focus because yes. there's so many different kinds of people that could be on her show, but does there a broad interest to everybody? Would you do me a favor and write in the chat room so that she could kind of see an overview? Cause we can go back, she can go back and look mm -hmm. at the chat room. Mm -hmm. And if you have a particular topic that you like, and hopefully you'll vote for me, <laughs> mm -hmm. but there must be other things that you really like. And, one of the things I thought would be interesting to do is find the most haunted uh, building structures in all different states, find right. the local ghost investigative group that investigated that one location and have them on so right. she can interview them and what they encountered in that ghost location. Right. I'm at a place in my life now where there's no doubt. I just entertained 15 people this morning and called about I've never met, I only knew one of them, two of them, but one of them really, really good. And seeing all the spirit people next to them. And it's like, that is such a gratifying thing. It's no longer if we survive, it's the ones that are stuck. We're kind of investigating um, spirit kind. Um, my husband is in Orville. I've just moved, we're going to move down here now. And there's two people here, the first owners, man and wife. And the husband has a heavy footprint. And the wife was delicate. And I thought to myself, I deal with this all the time. I've walked through, that man has walked through me. He was over six foot tall, long legs, heavy foot. You've heard that. And I thought to myself, oh, fudge. I don't want to deal with the spirit. I don't want to go in there and wonder where, he's, where he is. And mm -hmm. I have a book. Does, do, spirit, do dead people watch you in the shower? That's an actual book. And I ordered it. And I realized today, I thought, I'm going to read that. Yeah, they watch you. I was sitting down in the bathroom yes. and, a, and a girl who had committed suicide, 19 years old, brought her great aunt in. I guess it was somebody that greeted her. 
And she went to the mother and somehow the mother got the impression, called me up. She says, I don't think my daughter likes you. <laughs> I says, let me tell you, I was naked, just washed my hair. And I was sitting down in the bathroom and she shows up in the bathroom. What am I supposed to do? Right. And then she says, well, actually, that was probably the best proof you could give because she was goth. It was in the 07, 08, 09. This just goes back to why I don't go to bathrooms in a haunted location. <laughs> because I know I that. that every, every bathroom you go into in a haunted location, they're, they're in. <laughs> well, the thing is, and I'm, I'm being, this is funny because it's happened a lot to me. <laughs> And you know what? I don't give a blah, 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 blah. You know why? Because I'm the one that's living in flesh and they are right. not. And I can have as much coffee as I want. And I have uh, grape water over here, everybody. It's that I'm enjoying this vehicle. And spirit people, you know, it, they say to me, we have a, a meat jacket on. And we have the ooey gooey meat jacket. And we can have feelings and emotions and hugs and kisses and you know, I'm, you know, all that goes along with it and they can't. So they are in not envious, but they enjoy our living. Mm -hmm. And they, even that they show up, well, this mother said, give me the best proof in the whole world because she would spend four or five hours in the day in the bathroom because she was goth and she would be black. And, you know, she spent all the time bathroom. If it shown up in the kitchen, it wouldn't meant anything to her. Right, right. And then, so, then she had a dream that she said, now I, I know I know Nancy, so I like her. So you talk to Nancy. Go ahead, Char, your turn. So like Nancy said, so this is what this show is about. It's a, it's a celebration of 200 episodes, but I wanna I wanna hone in. Okay, I wanna hone in what, on what you guys like. Yeah. Okay. For me, it's because when I'm looking at the stats, let me put it this way: the download stats we get from the podcast, and the, and what's going on at Facebook, and what's going on at YouTube. All the stats are different. Yeah. So I don't know what where the happy medium is with these shows. It, it drives me insane. In fact, Nancy and I get on the forum. We're like, ugh, you know, well, look at it, <laughs> look at it all. Trying to figure out who likes what and why. So if you guys can give input tonight or even later on to what you you like, what topics do you, do you like me covering the most? Yeah, yeah. And we don't cover. We haven't. She has not covered a lot of UFO. Yeah. But if you're if that's really what you want. Well, let us know and we'll focus on UFO groups yeah, across the yeah. nation or ghost investigations. A lot of us don't travel. A lot of us, it's out of time in my life now that I'm doing other things I want to, but it may not happen. Right, but what right, if right. she investigated someplace that I would like to travel? And I have been to Bodie. I have been to a lot of different places and it was in the past. And yet, wouldn't it have been fun to talk to somebody who did do an investigation there? And so that was my plug for her. And of course, I'm always going to be on. I do readings and whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, it's like, this is what I'm I'm about. So if you enjoy this, let me know. Let her know. You know, yeah. we have other people on that are terribly, wonderfully gifted. And yeah. the lady our last night uh, who has a huge um, background Linda. too. Yeah. Pardon me? Dr. Linda. Right, right. And so Dr. Linda was a, another type of, of person that reads. Yeah. And um, so... You know, let us know because this next 200, and I hope, <laughs> why not? I'm, I'm just think, saying, sometimes, dream it big, honey. Like, sometimes it feels like I've done 200. <laughs> it does feel like, well, but you have to think about how many shows we've accomplished 
you accomplished over the years yeah over the yeah. years blog yeah. talk radio i yeah. can't even tell you 100 200 i did so many um and some yeah. of them are gone now on blog talk radio because i wouldn't pay to keep it going that's a downside block talk radio if you don't pay after so many years then they say well we don't have the space so we're just going to let it go that's why i'm, I'm moving mine right now okay, oh yeah and i've this. lost some of mine so if any of you have old shows of mine let me know you know because yeah. that would be what's nice about this is that facebook makes a copy it's you know over on my face. i didn't know that face yeah facebook you, you can keep them as long as they're in your your your, your feed they go on your video file. Something you I didn't know. So. <clears throat> yeah, and I've, I've come to where I want to do this. Um, so I've joined with um, California Haunts. And then on the Paranormal Channel, Sunday Night Dead. And the gentleman that's doing that show, he's had some dynamic family promotion moving. So I'll be jumping, jumping, I'll be adding that and so the videos that i do with char are on my nancy matt's psychic youtube channel so go there and if you find something you like let me know because the topics you know you don't know i, I, I am so glad you guys are here though I mean, we got 10 people watching, watching right now and I then we see. yeah we don't know that's facebook a, yeah. yeah is that yeah, just we, yeah, is that facebook or youtube i think it's facebook is it Facebook? Well, hello, Facebook. How do you tell with this thing? <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, it's but just like cra craziness. We're going to talk so, about dead people. Don't get us wrong. We're going we're gonna to get there. But right now, we're celebrating, boy. <laughs> My favorite topic, huh? We're, dead people in every way. Out. We just lost somebody. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they're not interested in dead people. No. Uh, <laughs> and, that's, and that's okay. That's okay. Just because I deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and we all have a story. And so I also think it would be interesting to hear people's stories, not necessarily a long, but it has to be short right. because we, we try to keep an hour, but if you get me on, I always seem to go longer. And uh, as because the hours that I could talk about this, working on this every day for 32 years. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, it's hard to believe that time has so, passed. That being said, we have some prizes to give out, some things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We could either do that now or we could right, go right on into talking about dead people. What, what do you guys want to hear? <laughs> I think, I, you know what? Why don't we plug the show? Give us a thumbs up if you're having fun. If we're entertaining you. Not yes, my frustration. Yeah. yeah, give a thumbs up. And if you're not a subscriber, please do so. Yeah, or a happy and, face or whatever, like or whatever. Just like, 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 like. Yeah. <laughs> like well, it, it, it gets her to be able to branch out yeah. and to different streams. So I'm not sure how it works. I think. I think it's seven, yeah, seven o'clock. Why don't you promote a book and okay. then a 15 minutes pro book, another 15 minutes. I have three and okay. it's kind of fun to give them out. And uh, I'm not positive how you're going to get an address. Now, if it's someone, you know, you can drive it well, to them honest. or they come over because she has three books and I have more. <laughs> so here we go. Nancy's always got her books. I'm not saying it's bad, but Nancy's books are excellent. I've read them all. So we're going to give away the first one. And what I want you guys to do, what we'll do is I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this and how to get your addresses. You guys can either PM me on Facebook. Or if you PM me, even if I don't know you, I'll find you in the stuff that shows my non-friends on there anyway. Okay. You can either PM me on Facebook or better yet, go to um, CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com and shoot oh, me. Oh, that's better. Okay, so shoot an email from CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. 
Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to show you the book. Here we go. Da -da -da. Oh, Two my first one. Your psychic skills up for grabs today. And what I want you to do is back to the chat room. How many people we got in the chat room? We got one, two, three. Okay, I see Athena. And if you guys that are listening in want to get in on this, get in the chat room. Uh, okay, one, two, three, five, six, seven. Okay, I'm thinking of a number. All right, here we go. Okay, let me get back. Okay, there we go. I'm thinking of a number between one and 30. Wow. Whoever's closest to that number is going to win. Go for it. <laughs> do, 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 do. So how do Facebook people watching, how do they, we don't yeah, know how to be in the chat room. Oh, so how do they get to the chat room? Just click on the link on Facebook for StreamYard, you know, for the show itself. It'll take okay. it to the chat room. So everybody hear that? I wouldn't know how to do it. Okay. I'm always at this end. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like the devil from that AOL game. <laughs> okay. Let's see. <laughs> and we have a winner. Winner, winner, winner. Everybody get to choose? Athena? Okay. Jerry Bazer. Is this someone in your neighborhood? Jerry's or? the winner. Yeah, Jerry's the winner. 25. Okay, so Jerry won the first book, the Two Worlds book. Okay, cool. We're gonna do another. We're gonna do some more, guys. Don't don't get discouraged. And that was this one. Yeah, Two Worlds: Developing Your Second Skills. I'm writing this down. Okay, let me make a little break mark here so I know which is which. I'm gonna put break in here so I know where the new numbers start. That, but that, that entails typing, huh? Yeah. So yeah, put a T in there. Okay. Okay. So, what do you think, Nancy? Should we do another copy of that? I lost her. This is my fault. Hang on. I'm having issues. Okay. There you are. Well, I think we ought to do the three that we agreed on. Okay, and then we'll do another one in 10 shows or something. Okay, you know. let's do that. Okay. So, here we go. Next. <laughs> Help, get me out of this book. Does the picture like, look familiar? <laughs> Was that me? <laughs> that's me and you on any given day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my nose and long, long hair. Yes. I drew that of me that day. The publishers uh, the whoever I was were you need a photograph and I just sat and drew that out I went that is me get me out of this funk actually it was on a client the whole whole book is about this woman called in it called me and she was in the funk and I've been oh good book already so I'm thinking of a number between one and 50 this time have at it guys One in fifty. Okay. 
Just two? That's it? Oh, there we go. Pamela Schmidt. Congrats, Pamela. My number was 38. Congrats, Pamela. Can we go back on the main screen here? Okay, get this off. Pamela Schmidt. Woohoo! Did that person join the chat room? Is that it? She went. Yeah. She was on Facebook or something. Good. Yeah, yeah, she popped in. All right, so we got Jerry's a winner. Pamela, Pamela's a winner. Now we got the other book, which I read, which was really cool. Which is the Unwilling Sacrifice. Give them a synopsis, Nancy. It was at the time of Jocelyn, um, the her uh, hurricane that hit Jocelyn, and um, and my book starts with her inside the building. Jocelyn, oh my gosh, I forgot what state that's in. Um, the hurricane, it was at least um, 2003 or four. And it went through the town and killed a lot of people. And I had a client there or some kind of connection. And because of this hurricane, that not hurricane, tornado, sorry, everybody. Um, the tornado went through town and killed every all the people on the main street. And there was hundreds of people who died. And so her house was crushing her in her house. She was being crushed at the bottom and the rescue just in time for her. Then she found out her young husband had also been killed. And so she moves back to Washington, Tacoma, Washington to be with grandma. And she meets up with an old friend, um, a blue eyed blonde lady who seems to have more of a tan than normal. And over time, her friend becomes not estranged from her, but a personality change overcomes her. And she thinks to herself, I wonder what's going on with her. So she starts trailing her around. And to come find out that there was a secret organization, a cult in town that is attuned to the Indian legends of Washington. And I pick Washington, I had five family members, four, five fat man, family members living there. And because American Indian myself, I was very attuned to that. And I did some research and the combination of the secret Indian societies um, worshiping Mother Earth. And I can't tell you more, but she gets caught up after her friend disappears in finding this group of people and then she disappears. And the last page, when you go read it all, then the last page, grandma and her friend are talking. And it's kind of a shock. I dreamt this book. And sometimes you wonder, is there truth to it? Mm -hmm. So you need to read it to find out what is, what's really happened and involved the Indians. And um, can't you tell I'm a little Indian? <laughs> and um, a lot of my Indians are Ohio, come from uh, the Cherokee going across the nation to end up in Washington. So um, very exciting to have that done. There's a fo two follow-ups and I've been 
life got in the way. But I have eight books, including those two. And then I have The um, Ghostly Wife. Oh, that's and then, a good one, too. Yeah, I'm going to be writing that up really soon here. I have several that have been. There's the other one, too, about the. uh, Look at all that leaves your husband. That was a good one, too. That's a ghost. No, wait a minute. Which one was that? Um, That's probably a true story. (laughs) So I have some fiction ones, but the ghostly wife is uh, possession. So that would be a very interesting one for me to write. I can't wait to write that. Absolutely. yeah, possession. Everybody, you know, what do you do with it's your wife? <laughs> right? right? And another one is uh, also African origins. And I'm talking about the African um, ceremonial music and how a young child of the group meets a missionary mm-hmm. and they move to the United States and uh, the missionary meets the tribal doctor. Uh, chief's daughter and they move back to the united states and they have a child and this child is being taught music and with time most precision ear she's able to create music that most people can't hear but she mm-hmm. can and the repercussions of that so that's really um, right now i don't have a billboard on it but anyways there's a lot going on and uh so with that, I have 15 years of MP3s that I'm start posting online yeah. like this. Yeah. So that's the reason I want to do both of them at once before the years run out. Because uh, if you add up the 24 years with the telephone company and the 32 doing this, I've been working a long time. And I didn't start at 10. <laughs> and my big announcement is I was looking at the book I've been writing for the last 15 years. <laughs> Again, life gets in the Good. way. And I'm halfway through writing it. So that should be coming up at some point, maybe yep. this year, finally. With experience comes the knowledge and knowledge that needs to be shared. Yeah, I think I'm better writing it now than I was. Uh-huh. You know, because I was still like a wide-eyed, figuring it all out journalist. You know? That's a even punk. Though, even, though a- my, yeah, even though my topic is, you know, from, from, from non-believer to believer, it's just, it, it's just now uh, there's more under my belt. Well, there's a lot more under my belt, but... <laughs> I'll never forget when I met her at the end of the 90s. I think it was 96 or 97. I did six years of cemetery tours with John Betancourt. And it was it was necessary because they had vandalism. And uh, they needed the income to replace all of it. And I, I don't know if it was the first year or the second year, right? I think it was five. You know, years pass and you forget. Only stop. I think it was 2001 with his death, unfortunately. Um, and she shows up. A little punk. Like this is not real. This is all wrong. That's right. So I was. I yeah. I got I got her attention. Guess what? And she jumped I right came, in here. <laughs> and then I came back two or three years later with the newspaper, with the real with the regular newspaper. I thought it was with newspaper at all. That was it a college wasn't. newspaper, but I was okay. editor at the time. Okay. And then I turned around when I was with the woman paper, and I I, I proposed a uh, Halloween uh, oh. thing for yeah. the paper, and I had done the Wilden Opera House. With my good friend Jason Lindo, that's where I met him. Was there? Was that was through Sacramento Paranormal, uh, and I had done the Wilden Opera House, and then I did one on my own, and then I then I said, well, you know what? I wonder if that gal, that gal, <laughs> that strange woman, a strange woman out there that talks to dead people and goes, you know, 
And uh, she's still out there at the cemetery, and she was. And so we went out there. That's this is when I went out with my mom. My mom came along that trip. I remember meeting you, and I remember sitting out, standing out there, sarcastic as I was the first time. Oh. <laughs> and you're talking to me, and you, you know Nancy's hands are always in motion. I'm sorry, I'm doing, <laughs> and I'm not Italian. I'm cowboys yeah. and Indians and English. You make a good karate person. And so she's talking to me. She goes, I, uh, you know, my question was, well, how do you know? What happens to you? Where are they? And she goes, well, you know, they could be around you. They're all over by us. And she goes, whoop. And then, wait a minute, I can't do this. Yeah, there we go. I'll have to do it with this one. So that's <laughs> knocking my mic over, right? <laughs> Boom, the mic goes flying. And, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, she's talking to me and just chattered away like she does. And all of a sudden she goes, whoop, there's one right there. <laughs> and I just went, okay. <laughs> no reaction. I looked over at my photographer and went, wow. Wow. Oh. You know, and then the other thing, the guest list, that's what, that's what got me too, because I had interviewed um, Dennis Hawk. You remember Dennis Hawk? I, I can't remember. Yes. I know, like my the, mind. He was like the king of the paranormal in Sacramento. He was on all the, all the TV shows. Okay. Everything. He, he's the one that came up with that haunted, there's actually a, a, a like a encyclopedia of haunted locations, and he wrote it. I think I've, I know that one. Yeah. I've heard of it. But he was the lead, a lead UFO investigator in Sacramento, and I remember going to his house and I'm talking to him and, you know, they were like, I forget the kind of something around 102 people have been abducted, abducted by aliens in Sacramento. Wow. Wow. And then I go to your cemetery tour and I'm signing up with my photographer and 101 people had signed before I got in. And I looked at my photographer and went, remember the people that were abducted by aliens? <laughs> I said, they're all here. Woo <laughs> woo. Even though I had grown up and you know seeing things in my house, you know, I was still, I was still like totally like about it. Yeah, but it's he, hard to believe that there's people like me that actually see them, and yeah. that's when I get surprised because they're not hovering around us to yeah. be seen always. Yeah. But if they try, they can suck up the energy from people around us, and and sometimes I'll talk to somebody, people right through. I'm like, Wait a minute, that was rude, and uh, like the group I talked to today, the one guy said. At the end, he says, oh, you're very confident. And I thought to myself, I think that's a compliment. But if they're standing there, all I'm doing is describe them. I mean, it's yeah. not like I'm, you know, I just to see what I see, you know. So it's, um, it's quite fun. to my friend Carrie last weekend Carrie? And about being an influencer. Oh, because are you an I influencer? A friend of mine, I I had a friend of mine contact me that I knew at the, at, at the Woodland paper. Okay. And he said, Oh yeah, I, I watch your shows all the time. He says, you're a great, you're a great influencer. Keep up the content. And I thought I'm influencing people. Ooh. Yikes. You know, to do and what? I, I, I ghosty. I, you know, it's like, I guess I have to behave myself. But if anybody had told me that I would end up an influencer in my Later life, you know, my, 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 my later <laughs> so years, I would have been like, you're, you're crazy. But when I was talking to Carrie um, on Saturday or Sunday, she says, you know what? It kind of, it goes with what you are. You're a journalist. So it goes, it goes with that. And so it's been a def, you know, for us old folks doing this stuff, the Gen X people doing this. I mean, we grew up when the internet was like just starting and all this. So we've kind of got an edge on people because we were able to adapt to it. We were young enough to adapt to it. But now it's like it's all coming rapid fire. 
So now, now I'm running around like I like, like you hear me talk about TikTok. That's because my whole life now, besides this, you know, this, this is how my life has changed. I used to get done with this, this show at, at, at 7.30. I was out of here by 7.15. I mean, I'm sorry, I was out of here by 8 o'clock because all I had to do was take the audio, to, download it to, you know, fix the, to take the top end off the audio, download it to the, to the main feed, to Apple Music and all those other places, and I was to have dinner. Now it's get done with this show, download the, you know, download the audio, get that done, download the actual video, go in and chop that up, get that over, get that over to TikTok, and then get it to Instagram. And then up to RSS feed. And then everything in the middle, yeah, with RSS and all this. So now instead of getting out of here like 8.15, it's like 10 o'clock. Right. Because I'm doing all this. And then. And then she calls me at 10.30, 10.15. Yeah, and then I call her to, because then I'm having dinner. I'm having dinner at like 10, 10.30. And then after that, if it's a, if, if I need guests for the show, it's back in here around 11 or 12 to start, you know, finding guests for the show. So, I mean, that's how much it has changed. It, it added like two, two and a half, three hours to my Now, be life. careful, Char. Don't scare people from doing their own show. <laughs> no, I'm shows. not trying to scare you guys. I'm just saying that's what it is. But it's fun. I really you know, enjoy You see it. the results. Like, like, you guys have been coming all this time to watch the show. The Die Hard. I call, the, I call you guys the Die Hards. The diehards that have been coming to watch the show, and I'm watching my numbers go up. I mean, I'm going to probably hit on RSS this month 1,100 downloads. That's fun. Which is up from like 748 from where we were like three or four months ago. If I can go, and my goal is that if, if I can hit even 20 over where we were last month, we're doing good. Mm -hmm. It's you it's know. kind of it's is fun. Yeah. And I think to myself, I'm on the air. And it takes time to put my face on it. You know, women are vain and everything. And you kind of wonder, why are you doing this? And yeah. I have, yeah. you know, an interest. I do do this for a living. I'm, I advertise myself. At this time, of course, I need more. would like more clients. But it, you don't want to lose the information. You want to right. make sure it's out there. Right. You want to enlighten and, and awaken right. people. It's like, at this place in my life, there's got to be more people wanting to do this. And I yes. hope to hire them up. And yes. this is real. I yeah. don't make things up. And it's not a quick process. It's not, it's not, you're not going to monetize the first week you're on. Like, like you see all these YouTube videos, you know, yeah, yeah. do it my way. Do you know, do it this technique and you're going to monetize. It's taken me two years to get to the point where I can monetize on Facebook. Where I have enough followers. We're getting there on YouTube, but we're still inching our way up. Just like now I've got almost two, I got 123 followers on TikTok. I need a thousand to go live. So it, it, it's a process, but at least I'm able to monetize it on Facebook. And you guys are going to see, we're going to, in fact, Nancy and I are going to be doing another event coming up here. I don't know when. I'm just figuring it out. Because the other one went so well. And, 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 and the people that went were probably going, I don't know, it didn't. But you know what, uh, Susan and everybody, I figured out what was what, what was going on with the cameras and stuff. So that's yeah, all done still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. This. I'm yeah. still learning this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And part so, of the fun is, is creating an idea. So yeah. if you are sitting out there thinking you should do something, what is your passion? Yeah. What, yeah. what burns you at times? Yeah. And I could have stayed with the telephone company retired. I was making yeah. as much money as the supervisors yeah. anybody could. And this was a burning, how can I help somebody survive their life? And we all have hard lives, but I can do this. And it came one day when I was working as many hours as 50 hours a week as a supervisor, but I was making 40, 50 hours doing this. And I had to choose one or the other. Yeah. So at the coaching and that little friend of mine, 
she said, how dare you when you could be helping people? And then she added, and what if you have cancer and you die? want to die you know she implied you want to be with the telephone company because no one knows when cancer will be back mm-hmm. and i went oh i made my decision no problem yeah well with <laughs> this it's like i said it's a slow process you're not going to get your you're not going to get monetized overnight and i know that but with everything i've ever done in my life I, if i get into a hobby i throw myself full into it and that's what i'm doing if i you know i have i'm staying focused on this because i've seen those numbers go up like I said, even if they go up by twenty or twenty-five a month for those for those uh, feed downloads, we're doing something right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so that's the whole key, and that's uh, so it makes me it gives me the incentive to continue. Um, RSS uh, they have a monetizing program, and I was we we had it for a couple good months, a couple months ago, and I was waiting to see if. It was a fluke. In the one month we got, we hit really high. It was a fluke. It wasn't a fluke, but it was just one guest that we had. But I thought it was going to bottom out. But then we hit 926 last month, which wasn't too bad because it was above the 700 we had had before. And this month, it looks like, like I said, it looks like we're going to hit 1100. So we're doing good. You know, we're doing really, really good. So hopefully this can this trend continues. You guys keep spreading the word about the show. And like I said, give me ideas of what you guys want to hear because generally what you guys Please. want to hear is what the majority wants to hear. So that's right. what we want to do. So those of you who are, kind of you know, CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com, email her if there's a topic that you are really into yes. right now. Yes. And, yeah. and, and yeah. Here's a and plus. Here's a plus. If I use your topic and I book it and book the guest for it, I'll send you a California Haunts Radio t-shirt. Wow. That's a that's a deal. There's a bunch of people going, oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I'll send you a t shirt as a thank you. Wow. Getting that guest on. Can I send you an idea? <laughs> Nancy wants a t shirt. <laughs> I have some of yours already from Hall for years and years back. And if you're um, wondering what they look like, there's my backdrop. When I go full, it's the backdrop. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, and if if you want one before that, they're for sale over there on on, on the uh, website, on the radio website. Which but one? Yeah. Which website? The CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Repeat, repeat, repeat. <laughs> yeah, I have a store over there. And um, okay, let's get that book done. Let's see who wants that. Who wants to win that book? And then we're going to talk about. The dead people around you. And I got to make it a real sad announcement, and I, I haven't done it yet. And but something really cool kind of happened. And I hope, I hope Marisa doesn't mind me saying anything. Um, Marisa's brother passed away this week, and uh, suddenly didn't expect it. She's my producer. She puts up with my stuff when I make the phone calls at two, three in the morning. And um, so I've I've been helping her a little bit with that, and and I feel really bad for her, but. Something interesting kind of happened, and maybe that can lead into what some of what we're going to talk about today too. Is that last night? Was it last night, Marisa? Is it okay if I tell people? Tell me it's okay or not. I don't want to get my butt kicked. <laughs> She's typing. She's typing. <laughs> No answer. Yeah. 
anyway, let's lead into this anyway. I'm not going to say what happened. You guys can just get the drift of what happened. Oh, you can't lead on without saying something. I don't want her to get mad at me. Let's see if she's on her phone. Hang on. I don't want to get. I don't want to get in trouble. Thanks, Jerry. Got Jerry's address. Hang on. Anyway, it's been a tough week for me, and here we go. Marcy, can I tell them about your your thing that happened last night? Was it only last night that something happened? Yeah, it was only last night. Wow. Fresh. People will like it. It gives them hope. Okay. Thank you. I got a yes. So I get a text early. early. Marisa likes to get up early. I don't. So <laughs> I get a text early this morning. And I don't, you know, the truth of the matter is we don't know how long her brother, her brother passed away last week sometime. We're just going to say that. And last night, Marisa had a vision of her brother. And he looked really, really healthy. He was in his weight room. Like he just worked out. So that's cool. She got an after-death um, visitation last night. You know, that tells you. I, I got I, it was a couple of weeks before I got one from my mom, but yeah, awesome. You know, so it's wonderful. It makes you feel better when you see them. Anyway, let's get this book out of the way, and uh, I don't mean it that way, but you know what I mean. Let's give away out of the way. Wrong. I know. Don't take it wrong. <laughs> and then we'll start talking about what well, we always talk about: the dead. I had people, and there's okay, so many there. variations of dead people yes there's the book the unwilling sacrifice and i'm back in the chat room okay i am thinking of a number we're going to make it a little easier this time between 1 and 35 have at it You guys type fast. Okay, I think I, are you guys done? Okay, there we go. Athena. Athena's our winner, winner, winner. So that one was Athena. So Athena, shoot me an email at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. And everybody, don't take it to heart. We're going to do this again sometime. Don't worry about it. Get the chat room. Get it back up. So I can remove the Nancy's book from my thing. There we go. Okay. So yeah, 
don't take it to heart, guys. We're going to do this again sometime, too. But this is part of your 200th, you know, and all that good stuff. So, now we can shift gears. It's only been over an hour, but we're good. It's only been an hour, but that's us. I always, I always leave a two-hour block open for this one. Um, well, you got to realize this is a fun show because it is a celebration. And maybe people want to know where you started, how you started, and our connection. Um, and all the, how you know, much more to us than just I appreciate each and every one of you, my sister especially, for spreading the word to her friends and my cousins and everything else. Because you know she she's been a great help in putting this putting this stuff together too. You know, so everybody's helped out in their way. And if you can keep spreading the word, that's great. I mean, like right now, I see eleven of you live. There's probably more, but where from wherever you're watching from, if you could um, hit the like button, like Nancy says, if you could. If you, if you could follow, if you're on Facebook or follow when you're on Twitch or subscribe on YouTube, that would be great because we're going to have, like Nancy says, hopefully 200 more shows in a way we go. You know, in fact, July is starting to, to book up. So we got some great people coming in July you guys are going to like. So anyway, let's talk about dead. Let's talk about the dead, shall we? How and what way? <laughs> Give me a key, a key word or a thought. I, I don't know where to start talking. I, well, I As think everybody you had knows, a good segue like, with the people in the bathroom. <laughs> Do and, people uh, watch us take a shower? That I'm is a real book. This, yeah, because I, re I know for a fact, you know, I've been in, in, in like bathrooms in, in historical buildings doing investigations <laughs> where they're there. You know, I've been tapped on the shoulder. I felt, oh, yeah. in fact, one time I even ran his hand. Well, his hand. I'm not going to say hand. I was in Placerville at the Sequoia and we were doing a prelim. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the lights were just blinking all over the place, and I looked at the psychic, and I went, "What the hell is going on?" This is when I was still like, you know, a novice like the whole thing. And she says, "Well, they're here, and they're really excited." I go home, turn my TV off that night, and I hear a man's voice talking to another man's voice in my house. And I thought, "Okay, I know who one of them is, but the other one I don't, I don't recognize." I go to the bathroom, and I felt this finger go down, go down my spine. Oh, oh, please, while I'm on the throat, okay. Next day, you're sitting car. down in that room. That's yeah. I'm sitting down doing my thing, reading my Reader's Digest, and you know, <laughs> there goes this finger, and I'm like, whoa. So I get I, the car. That I, I knew there's no, I couldn't do anything about it. That well, later on, my poor neighbors. But I get in the car because I had to go to work the next day. So I get in the car, and I'm like, well, come on, get him in a car. Drive. I drive up there. I roll the window down the car. <laughs> Get the hell out of my car, you know. So I, oh, I, I remember you talking to me about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my neighbors, I'll tell you, well, the new neighbors don't know so much. But my old neighbors used to think it was hilarious because I, stuff would come home and I would open all the windows and doors and yell and kick stuff out of my house. <laughs> and the That's... neighbors would go, the neighbors would go, ah, oh, brought my home, huh? Yeah, I brought my home, you know. And that's how you do it, everybody. You take charge. <laughs> You take charge. Don't be a victim of them. Who I told you. The bloody house. Yeah. Or you let them just live in their time frame in your house and leave. But, you know, they do have a choice. I feel like the couple that lived here, this place is 35 years old. Yeah. And uh, they were the first owners. And um, I, Larry was, my husband was telling me, and I can't remember if it was one of us, the other said, I wonder why they're still here. I mean, isn't there a better place to live? Rather than see your dark, I mean, really, but this is a really nice, really nice little neighborhood. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. I was surprised to find it. But so how um, often? That's my question to you: Is how often? I mean, how do, do 
Like, well, okay, you told me after after my uncle died. Okay. That he was one that would cross over and come back. That they have the ability to be able to cross over and come back and visit. I mean, for family, for everybody that's in the chat room now who have lost family members, is that what goes on? Is, is, is the family members are able to come back and, and observe and visit from time to time? So we need to explain passing over because I've seen so many, excuse me, um, passing overs. <laughs> It's yes. greeted by people that they accept. And it's not always a mother, father, could be a hunting, but, but I did a, a lady, husband passed away. And she says, who greeted them? And I have this ability to describe who people are greeted by, which is kind of a strange thing to be able to do. And I saw a couple of men but around them, and they were holding these funny looking sticks. And they're behind, next to them were all these large animals. And she went, oh, my gosh, I know exactly who. She, he had two hunting buddies that just recently passed away, you know, in time, passed away. And all that you see those animals are deer. So it's that one thing that gets you motivated to leave your body. Like, oh, my gosh, I want to go where those people are. And if you remember the movie Ghost, where he kisses her for, uh, what a movie, when he kisses his wife, his lady friend, they were not married. For the last time, he turns around and you see all the shadows of all the people he would be greeting him. And it could be crowds of people or it's usually just one or two. A lot of times it's husband, father, wife. I mean, uh, mother, father, wife, or best friends. I've had best friends greet people. I've had sisters greet somebody. And she pulled, you know, I got too many stories that start that. If they don't want to acknowledge that person, They'll turn their back and say, I'm not ready to go. They're not ready to have that afterlife experience. And a lot of times those are people who prefer, who prefer to be stuck or afraid to go on. Like, oh my gosh, where am I going, up or down, you know, or left or right or whatever. And so those spirits can go insane, become the ghosts and the demons that we know about. Now, if they pass over and they go, you know, I love this environment that everybody's taken me to, family reunions, I've gone, uh, bah, bah, bah. but I would like to go back and do the traveling I never got to do. Mm -hmm. And we can come back to this earth plane with all the living beings and catch people in the bathroom. But that doesn't mean they're ghosties. They're just spirits who prefer this life. What is really curious, and this has happened a couple of times, there's a lady I talk to frequent, and when her brother passed away, unbeknownst to me and to her of course i don't know he said to me i'm in the mediterranean johnny depp parrots of the caribbean and she goes what are you talking about ma or well, her brother passed away kentucky or tennessee direction and she's in sacramento and she didn't know so she calls the son up the brother's son and he said auntie don't you know he has all those movies and all the posters and the basins just covered Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean. So the next month when we talked, the brother was still there. And he says, I'm, I'm on a ship. Look at me. Look at me. And of course, he's addressing her sister, but I'm watching. And I described a ship that looked like the Nina, the Pina, the Santa Maria. And I got all these details. And his comment to me was, I don't like this life in the Mediterranean. Oh, head turn time. He was living a life then. So it looks like between 
this life in spirit land, they pass on, they come back, but they can also be reborn in an era of their choice. Cool. And what confirmed it for her was that I don't know anything. The last thing I think of John Dip Pirates of the Caribbean, but he had his whole basement covered with them. What got my attention is he chose to live a life there. You can visit the past. You can take trips. You can go to the future. You can see a future life that you want. He chose to live a life, be born and die before he's even born in this life. But he did this life. Got introduced to Johnny Depp and says, I want to go back. And his comment to me was, it's not very fun. I don't like this. I went. So there are some details about the ship that when I told my husband, he's a connoisseur of men movies <laughs> and he likes man stuff. And I said, the ship was black. Was it the water? I mean, it was a very unattractive, black, mm -hmm. short. And he says, oh, my gosh. He says, in those years, whether they were pirate ships or not, they often tar the outside of the ship right. to move faster in the water. I didn't know that. I don't watch those kind of movies, nor do is it be interesting to read that. So it gave me confirmation that you are of this time frame. If the family member disappears for a while, they may be having a life sometime in the past and come back. One young man, um, uh, the son of Sue, she's a book. And the son was killed by a drunk driver in front of her. And she would come and visit me or call me up. What's he doing now? How come I'm not here? She came over, she was... <laughs> I can't get hold of him. He's only 17. He should be responsible and get hold of his mother as often as she wants. <laughs> and I said, Jason, where are you, honey? And he showed me the Superman pose. You know how you put your... Da -da -da -da. And he says, would you tell my mother to leave me alone? <laughs> and I went, no. He says, I'm across the universe. I want to explore. And he was showing me the the beautiful pictures that NASA takes out, you know, the cloud formations that are the, the they said the birth pains right. of new planets and nebulas or whatever they're called. And I turned to his mother, I says, he's exploring the universe. And his comment was, he said to me, I wonder who else is out here. Well, that was interesting. If you're a spirit, wouldn't you know that? But maybe we cluster around our own universe, cosmo part of the, but he was so far out there. And he's just yelling at me, tell my mom to leave me alone. She didn't call me for a while. And she finally did. He said, she said he showed back up. But that's on our time. What does spirit have? If they can. So this is how I rationalize this. When I talk to other country um, phone and I have clients, I talk quite often from Italy and England. So the Italian people have three children that live in the United States. So if I put my mind to them. And they ask each child, then different California, Texas, and oops, forgot what the other, the three different states. And then I put my mind to the daughter they want to talk about. I get the information, go back to them, and to me. It takes two seconds. Hmm. So if I can move that fast, and some mentioned it coincides with this, what can spirit people do when they're part of that? Mm -hmm. already mm -hmm. very very exciting i so remember the, when my dad died okay 
And you telling me my mother and I had stayed around the hospital for a while that we went to McDonald's to get some food. And I was in the car and I that's when I called you and said he passed he passed away. The first thing you said, Well, he's in China on a great wall. <laughs> and I said, What? You said, Yeah. And it made sense because his dream for a trip was to go see the Yancy Quang River in China. Wow. So when he realized he was free of his body, that's where he went. Yeah. Um I don't know if it was this morning or because I had two long sessions today, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it was this morning. I had 15 people in a group and the daughter didn't show up. And I went, oh, I can't make anybody show up. Who am I? You know, I'm just a flesh person. And then I put my mind to her and she was really far away and relative to us talking, mm-hmm. you know, we're in the same state. And I said to the mom, you know, when I pass away, I feel like I had a life in Japan. I'm very uh, pulled to it. Not so much the visit in this time frame, but there's something connection. And I said to her, you know, I think I had a past life in Japan. And if when I pass, it will be a place I want to visit. What part of Japan? I have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then she paused, she leaned back, she said, oh, that's very interesting. She was born in Japan. Did you mention Japan? It said just popped in my head. Maybe she made me say it to let you know that's where she is at. So I can feel that. And and sometimes you go, Nancy, are you channeling? I go, not that I'm aware of, but I am getting messages from spirit people. And so she might have made me think about my own desire. There's other countries I affiliate with. Absolutely. Ireland is one of them, or Scotland. The Cliffs of Dover, I see myself as a young girl waiting for daddy to come home why that flash i don't know i could have said that but i chose japan and that just coincides with where her daughter was born i said so maybe she's visiting where she was born and the community you were part of i didn't ask her how long she was there but how fun is that you get to go back and i told her i said my father was killed when i was six maybe when i pass i'll go back to um we lived in a couple of leg- locations. He actually passed away. Um, where were we at the time? San Diego. And uh, maybe I'll go back to the beach where we lived in the duplex just so I could see him. Mm-hmm. Because at my age, it's unfortunate, but we forget what people look like. I can feel his hug because mm-hmm. I was only six, but I'm forgetting what he looked like. Wouldn't it nice to go back and see it in real time? Not a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a question in the chat room from Athena. How does Nancy explain shadow people and the because they don't feel friendly? The, you know, that's a, interesting. I feel like we're multi dimensions and parallel universes. Yes, I do believe in that. Uh, there's a couple of things that kind of strike me strange. Do we remember or have the fear of a year? that we could die. When I was growing up, I used to remember thinking I'm not going to live past 52. Well, I've surpassed that 20 years plus. So I wondered if I had passed away in a past life or I was worried because in this life, in a parallel universe where I coexist with myself, that person dies. Because I had cancer and caught it just in time. Maybe in that life, I didn't. I battled it for 20 years, 15 years. So that is very curious. The one thing is, coast to coast and some of these other paranormal shows people call in and say 
there's a shadow person with a top hat that i can't hardly i'm not sure but i have seen the shadows of spirit peoples like they try to firm up and show you what they look like and they're not quite pulling it off because if i said no one just don't don't do this just kind of remember in the winter time it's easier because i say if you're wearing socks what color did you put on this morning and i get these people up, 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 up. i have to look sometime summertime i'm not going to have socks on but what if you couldn't look at your feet for a year would it be hard to recreate your feet so i think people forget what they look like and people who have died of a disease or deformity or an accident they're trying to remember before that accident because if you are in a disabled position or situation and you die after a long condition sometimes we forget what we look like before it started and a lot of times those people show up as, as a shadow then when i see them they're kind of wavery i have to say well show me something and then all of a sudden i'll see a mouth they'll look in a mirror remember looking in a mirror and they'll and that happened today um i saw the figure and his wife and i told the color they had on and that woman was doing dna and it happened to be on her screen and she says oh chick put it with the phone she says is this the people you saw i went yeah but the two people behind there's all kinds of people here she says i'm doing dna dna and all these people you're seeing are probably the people i just researched and they all showed up because she was saying their name out loud and they went oh wait a minute we're being recognized and we want to look like it on the screen so i was seeing what i was seeing and she was confirming it for what was on the how exciting is that is there no more truth i'm not i'm not that clever to make up what what i tell one person i can't tell somebody else because it doesn't it, matter well could it be something like this too that like in that movie with robin williams when dreams may come oh he yeah. meets up with his his daughter and it doesn't and, and it's it's cuba gooding jr one of them was a shadow which one was it was it the sun he showed up and uh, flittering here and there until he firmed up what he wanted to look like right um well, what, 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 what i'm thinking is that um that maybe when you do cross over to the other side mm -hmm. like in that movie it's you can be you can look like anything you want um, so maybe as you're doing that and maybe the, the more time you spend away you forget what you look like to your family here on earth maybe that or to people here on earth maybe that's what it is i'm i'm i i, I like that idea and i'm not over there to say oh, right, absolutely. Right, right. but they seem to want to look like they did in hopes that someone would recognize them and mm -hmm. bring back a memory of them so rarely do they try to look different i had two this is of course always true stories like i can't make this up one of my friends donna uh she has spina bifida and so she would she told me she should have been five foot ten but she was only four foot three right and she died unfortunately and she was really young 51 years old and i was doing a session i was i, I was in fair oaks i had a little i was doing flipping before it was popular so I had a little house I was flipping on uh, Old Auburn Boulevard and Fair Oaks Boulevard, and these people were going to show up. And she showed up in front of me on a stool. And she had long arms, but really short legs. And she was standing school on the stool. And she was trying to make herself taller versus standing on the ground. She says, look, I'm, I'm standing, I'm standing, I can use my legs, but fuck, I'm still only four foot three. <laughs> wow. Because she was born that way. That's right. how she wanted to humor me and saying yes she's healthy she can move but she still only has those legs 
Just Tina says it. she's seen them as paper paper cutouts. I've seen them three dimensionally. What are you talking about? What was that again? Shadow paper. people. Um, there I've is actually. As, I've seen them as three dimensional. Um, there's a on YouTube. They have a section called movies, and there is actually a shadow people movie, and and it's not the same, but it's close, and it was really scary because it implied they're dangerous. Um, people ask me, well, have you ever been bothered by a ghost? No. And they say, well, why not? Um, I've been tricked and played with, but I've never been scared, annoyed. Yes. And I think that's my faith. I don't fear it. I mean, you guys don't know me, but I don't get afraid. I have a tremendous amount of faith. And it's not necessarily just in the divine. It's the network like a spider web that we're all connected. We choose this life. Whatever journey you're on is because you chose to experience it. I don't like cancer. I've had some very serious illnesses. You don't know that. And it's like, oh, fudge, right? But to be able to do this or to have this life experience, that came along with this body. So whatever they're in spirit, if anything, they're maybe a little jealous they may be antagonistic because they're mad that you're here and they're not. And I, I've talked to a bazillion people. Well, you want to get rid of them? Just invite them. Get an attitude. Eh, you aren't going to be in here. And I have done that mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. And um, even on the phone, I can do this sometimes. I blast myself through the house. How dare you? We was a there was a ghost investigation. And uh, I think the poor orange paranormal was doing it and I was invited and they were going through a house and I think the gentleman was Bob that was on the phone between me and the investigative group and there was like three men and this is like 2011 right long time and all of a sudden I felt like I could see a gray thing on this man's chest and I went huh and then Bob was saying to this fella what's going on and the man said Geez, I don't feel good. I think I can't breathe very well. And I went, oh, I know what that is, Bob. Let me get rid of it. And I put my life as a hand. And I grabbed on this thing and shoved it right through his body. <laughs> I went, no. And Bob heard me do that. And he says to this young man, and he had a dark suit, shirt on, and he was a little taller. He says, well, how are you feeling now? St stands up. He goes, you know what? I feel pretty good now. And he said, what did it feel like? He says, I just felt something go between my chest and through my rib cage and out the other side, just like I said. So you can command and you can manipulate and you can control these people. You get scared of something? Hey, honey, I would go up and say, get out of my space. You do not belong here. Why be afraid? It, yeah, people can get hurt, but what prompts them to hurt you? Is it your fear? Is it you inviting them? On some level, are you so afraid that you want something to happen? Why do we watch scary movies? Ask mm -hmm. yourself that. And I love scary movies. I don't I don't get that scared. I enjoy because I have a couple of horror movies, books I want to write, right? What, how do you do that? I, well, I along that line of thinking, line of thought, is that with these shadow people, maybe that's what that is. Is, is, is and I've always felt with people who forgot what they look like, too. Mm -hmm. And so, but the problem is, we're so ingrained that the color black is something scary. Yeah, and that I just see black spirits. Yeah, and when you see them, it's scary. It automatically puts that fear in your brain with them. Because the yeah. ones I've seen have, I mean, 
we, we were scared of them, of course, but all they've done is observe. They just stand there and, and stare. I, I wonder sometimes when they don't communicate well and they're here like that. Yeah. Wonder if what country they're from. Yeah, maybe they don't understand us. You know, I don't know about that. Yeah. But maybe they are of the past. Yeah. Or maybe their future going back to re I mean, how do we know? How many people have dreamt of the past and you weren't in that life but you had memories? Right. Maybe your past lives are filtering through and you look like a ghost to them. Because yeah. how the brain works and I know they're about ready to discover this. Uh, because I'm older, you know, with a short-term memory sometimes goes and I go, oh my God, my brain is kind of mm -hmm. getting like a raisin, right? And all the things that you remember of your past is actually not stored in the brain, but there's a switch that allows you to access that point in time. Think about that for a moment. So I call it quantum access. Mm -hmm. Quantum access. And I really believe that all our memories can be kept at a point of remembrance and we go back. What about past life? Absolutely. Now that I've been doing this so much, I'm seeing a lot of past lives. I'm going, holy totally. Never famous. Mm -hmm. Just poor sap on this. You know, you know, I was kidnapped by some people who ran hijinks on oceans. They kidnapped me from my mother, my wife and little girl. First time on a ship, we get captured. And the next vision I have, I'm in a cage in a place where they're going to put us to death. They have rows and rows of prison cages and we all have a couple per cage and I'm leaving my arms through the bars and I'm thinking shoot I never got back to my family and it wasn't even my fault and they put a sword to all of us one at a time what a what a miserable life that was what did I get out of that one you know it's like so many it's just so exciting to me that if you could develop this become interested get fired up the fear of death no longer encompasses your brain, your body, your fears at night. Once you accept that and that we live, then you're allowing your brain to access those points of memory in time that allows you to see more. And others people's time, people get past life regressions from me and I'm seeing what you're looking at in that past life regression. So I've just done a couple, one for Char. And when we go back, I was seeing what she could because she's not a, uh, someone who sees pictures. She's an emotional. So I had to go kind of really fast thinking, okay, so we're on an emotional past life regression. So I have to walk her through it. But I was seeing what she couldn't see. And I saw that she was standing on very brown desert kind of dirt. And she had boots on. And I said, touch the ground. Tell me if it's grass or dirt. And she said, dirt. So most people wouldn't thought of asking, but that put her to that picture. When you can mm -hmm. feel where you're standing, then you're grounded in that environment where a seeing person would see it and be grounded. See how that works? Mm -hmm. So your brain allows you to go back. You're not necessarily traveling in time as much as you're accessing a point in time that you want to go to. That's how this works. So uh, follow up to Athena's question. She sees the shadow people as cutouts. Why would that be? Would that be because... It's just the way her mind is seeing Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm trying to think of some movies. Uh, um, there's such a thing as um, blocking memories or something that's been hard to accept. Mm -hmm. But maybe your brain, when you do see something, and I cannot address the hat man because that has come up. I'm not sure it's um, someone 
listened to a show and it talked about hat man. And so in the privacy of the home, he's seeing a ghost and he's saying, I wonder if it's got a hat on, all of a sudden it does. I can't address that. Mm-hmm. Um, our brain will not allow us to see what we're afraid of. So past life regressions I've done, like Char, she's an emotional, not a visual. Sometimes we don't want to really see. Maybe we're not sure we want to see. And our brain will stop us from seeing something. So it's very common. Uh, if someone has a really, um, I'm trying to think of my own life. So I was in a really bad car accident. And I was a driver and car hit us coming the other way skid in the rain hit the medium divider and flipped in the air and came down on us and i only remember sections of it. it's like my brain when he hit the medium divider blocks me from remembering because at that moment of block of that hit when he hit the divider and he started to come over me i kind of shut that out because in that moment i was terrified because i knew we were going to get hit mm-hmm. so i think our brain stops us from remembering car accidents tragedy when it hits so hard um our, we control ourselves and our own fears and i don't know that shoot them up go- movies um blood and guts all the time hardness to that to want to accept that as normal that's my own two cents here everybody sorry mm-hmm. sorry because then we become where that isn't afraid frightful anymore and i think that's one reason our society's having a lot of gun things going on because it's become commonplace what do we do about it? None of my business. It's for everybody to decide what they want their children to watch or themselves to govern. Uh, but I do feel like there's a correlation. Um, so anyway, that's that. So ask me more questions. Another question from Pamela. Do family, here we go. Here's what I can't read. Do, fa- do family after we pass over know who we are when they passed many generations before us? Oh, that's a good question. So we will always remember Hitler. We always. And yet, I have been told that family that's going to greet you is usually just two generations. So I want everybody to think the great-grandparent. You really know them. Will you expect them to be there? Probably not, because you didn't know them that well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a notice that these are people that you remember. And sometimes it's someone that could be very, I'm hoping my father, I had a sense one day he will show up because I've asked him that. Mm-hmm. But I, I vaguely remember if he showed up in a room, would I even recognize him? He was very, very thin, very tall and thin. And it's because he was young, he came out of the war, you know, everybody was thin in those years, right? And so is that someone I would want to see? Maybe my grandmother's, absolutely. Didn't know my grandfather. So it's going to be a recognition and it's not always a relative it could be your hunting buddies that preceded you it could be people on the military ship that went down you survived and your buddies did not so it's going to be someone that triggers that memory now once you pass over they'll say oh would you like to meet all your relatives we're going to get together and you take off and then we call it the reunion and one day i had a picture of myself talking to a group of people and it was in a, an environment very strange to me because it seemed black and it was dark, but it was dark like sky. And there was a multitude of people around me and they were clustered talking to each other. So I have two friends that are very intuitive. 
And the one lady says, I'm with a group of people, but I can't tell where I'm at. And she just quickly, she's very intuitive. She says, oh my God, you're in the afterlife. Oh my gosh. The other person I asked <clears throat> was somebody that I asked because she was also there. If you think about it, it can hurt your brain. She walks up and she says, Nancy, is that you? And when I said that to her, she said, we're in the afterlife, aren't we? And I said, yeah. Implications that she may pass one day before me. I don't want to say years. But she's there, and I, I show up, and then she greets me. Sometimes our best friends are our best companions. And as I've gotten older, I've realized how important friendship is. So cluster your friends. Your family will never disappear. But it's who we spend time with, like Char. Mm -hmm. Friendship. What is the value of your friends and people who are important to you? Absolutely. Okay. The other Nancy says, could it be a pet? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I just recently had someone, remember I do this all the time, It's a, and a dog will greet that person. And it was a darker dog. And I started greeting, talking and saying, oh, it's your grandfather's son, but there's also a big dog. And he, you knew exactly. Um, I used to be a long distance runner when we lived in Loomis and we ran um, on Auburn bike trail, um, bike trail, off-road trail, but it was horse trails. It was the Auburn Lake Trails, Auburn Lake Trails. It was from Granite Bay up to Auburn. And I used to run those distances, but I wasn't alone. We had a dog. It was a black lab. And she would see me put those pairs of shoes on and those shot and those shorts, you know, we half naked, we had these little tiny shorts and those shoes, those are running shoes. She would see me with that and she would take off like a bullet and go get the German Shepherd next door. And then they would catch up with me when I got to the trail, barking and running together blah, 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 like this. They'd cover twice the distance I would. If it was 13 miles, they did 26. I fell in love with that dog. Because she wanted, she enjoyed it so much. So someone told me that Bonnie, my dog, not my sister Bonnie, the dog, we would be running. And, and I really miss that a lot. I, I was going to do my first marathon. On Sundays, I'd run 16 to 20 miles for the fun of it. So I thought one day, well, I'm going to do a marathon that December 6th um, marathon was coming up. And that was December 6th of 87. I was diagnosed with cancer November 18th, and it took it out of me. People say, oh, you can do this and that. And I says, oh, my your, my brain was mushed. You can't, I couldn't, you know, people know yours died. And that's why I changed everything, because I didn't know. And so your animals will greet you if you're thinking, and I do think of that dog. And I suspect if someone were me looking at me and saying, you have a big black dog next to you. And she was 100 pounds, a big lab. And she just fat loved those bike the bike trails. I call them bike trails, but it was um, Auburn Lake trails. So I keep getting mixed up. So someone could look that up. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I don't even know if those trails are still open. Run a lot of rattlesnakes if you guys go out there. Okay. Um, with our family members that are gone, I mean, I, I know I've heard other psychics say, well, it's mainly around the holidays when they're around you but it, i mean aren't they around you 
It's their choice if they're going to be around you or not. So right. do they come around when it's not the holidays to, to be with you? Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> so when I was growing up, my mother would shake her fist at me. Don't you do that. The last vision of my father, as I'm jumping in his arms, I tell him, please don't go. We'll never see you again. And she had a fit. All I could see was her fish doing this to me. My father had a gift and it drove her nuts. He was always talking to his dead father. Open conversation kind of stuff, you know, like really crazy. And he, um, so anyway, he did die that weekend. He was killed by a drunk driver from Las Vegas to Hollywood. So it was really um, terrible loss, terrible loss. Anyway, what was the question? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you hear about the relatives coming around. Oh, so anyway. Holidays. So are they with you like okay. all the, uh, off and on all the time? So before she passed away, before the year before she passed, before the year she got ill, I went up to Portland, Oregon with my husband and we went to visit mom. And she had lined up a group of the people in the complex of seven stories. I don't even know how many people were in the room lot and i said 30 to 50 seem 50 and i started talking about what i talked about all the time just normal stuff to me right describe the relatives there and how i have a feeling that we all survive i have the knowledge we all survive so she this is the first time she allowed such an open and she called me up she says they i get i'm so popular she said, everybody asked me if I'm your mom. You were so popular. <laughs> I go, mom. So that was 09. Uh, um, so that was, I can't remember. So it was, um, she died in 09. So it must have been 07. I can't remember exactly. So we went, my husband and I, we moved to Tucson and we moved to Sierra Vista. And every once in a while, she'll show up at one of my presentations. And today I did feel her watch the screen of zoom of these 15 people she was right here it's like she watches you succeed she watches you be happy and they don't want you to be unhappy because they this is important they don't want you to waste your breath they want you to live every moment in the thickness of your body they miss listen for me to have to give up my coffee i'm coming back honey <laughs> i have all and this one is mocha coffee tonight i mean Whatever it is you love, not being addicted. I mean, just love. And it's amazing the number of people that say they miss eating. And like French bread comes up a lot. Garlic, French bread. Amazing. I, I don't eat that. Um, one person said or they wanted somebody who was passing over to hurry up. They wanted that person to know they're being, someone's waiting on them to pass over. And he was handing her a piece of licorice. I said, I haven't said the word licorice in 10 years. Where did that come from? Can't come from me because I now think of licorice. But it was licorice, her favorite candy, the client said. Right? They want us to be alive and live because we chose to be here. They want you to enjoy a hug and a kiss, eating out, going to the movies, whatever your fun is, because they miss that. That's why they come back. That's why you always come back. And you have a choice of what kind of life. So I want to recommend a channel. But go to LMN and look under the playlist, Ghosts of My Child. Or type in YouTube, Re Child Reincarnation Stories. Anything like that. It's a fascinating study. Dr. Jeffrey Long. 
amazing 2,300 or 3,300 cases validated out of 15,000. Dr. Melvin Morris, uh, too many stories, everybody, but he's also one that investigated and wrote um, Children of the Light, something like that, where all these innocent little children are having these experiences. Uh, I was just seven years old when I was a very sickly child, but my father and his mother, who we live really close to, were Christian scientists. You know, Christian scientists don't believe in, and she was a minister of the, um, uh, oh my gosh, I've just forgot what it was, the faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the, they had so many names. It's, met, it's kind of progressed to be spiritualism, and I'm a minister of a spiritualist church. But in those years, and so when he was killed and moved up to Northern California, um, as soon as she could, I had my tonsils out, got home, and she gave me an aspirin before going to bed, and I almost bled out. And in the middle of the night, I had an experience, and I never bring it up because it's not very interesting. <laughs> People said they had this glamorous near-death experience, and all I remember is some nice lady in a white gown, a, a dress, holding my hand, and I don't know where I'm at. It's the middle of the night, right? And we're up high. And I, she says, you can't come with me. And I go, why? Why can't I come with you? She was so nice. And she smelled good. I just remember thinking, oh, she smells good. You know, here I'm just, and I tell you, I look, I was a little waif of a thing. I was so thin because my tonsils, like just, it's amazing. I lived, <laughs> I lived through it. And she pointed down to a fountain right in front of the house we lived in. And there was two children playing. And she says, you can't go because you're involved with those children. And I think they were my grandchildren yet to be born. And she says, those, you will have those in your life, those two kids. So I think they came really fast as a spirit cup kids to show me I had a purpose for being there. So my daughter had two children and they've matched those two kids. So with not always our children, but, future generations that we need to stay. And that was all of 30 seconds. Next thing I know, my mother's man friend, boyfriend, who she eventually married, I feel, I remember being swooshed up like this and they were running to the car and he was a six foot four big guy. And I felt so tiny. I was, I was probably about 35 pounds, but they were rushing me and I was in the hospital for a while. I don't remember how long, but I was in there for a while. It seemed like days, but you know, kids, what they know. And um, so sometimes the message to come back is that it's not your time, but that we have a purpose for choosing the body and reincarnation is not something I accepted easily. So it was, and once I got into this, and I had so many people talk to me about their children not wanting to call them mom. And Gail and her son is one. She brought him to my house on Black Eagle Drive Sacramento off of Water Avenue. And she says, meet my son. Okay, great. You're 21 years old. Nice, nice guy. She says, he's never called me mom. He's always called me Gail ever since he's like two and three years old. And that's because he said to me, well, my mom's still in, in heaven with my sister. We got killed in a car, went over the bridge like a Beetlejuice. But he decided to come back. And he talk, often told his mother how to cook, especially tacos. My mother makes much better tacos than you when he was four years old. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and Gail, if you're hearing this, see this, please give me a call. She knows that exactly. was a, Well, that was another question I was thinking. 
can they come back? You know, the, since obviously you said, you know, the, the, they do visit with us. If we're having problems, can they come back and help us with our problems? Absolutely. All you have to do is ask for help. If it's a father or mother, just ask. And your sincerity is everything. Ah, oh, damn it. Come here and help me. Well, they're not going to show up. I want the wisest and the most gracious relative I have to assist me in my problems today. And you wait and see who it is. And if you can smell them, feel them, they'll hug you, then you will know who it is. My mother has a fragrance, and she was a very small person, um, very thin, um, five foot two or three maybe. But I feel her as a, when she showed up in um, Sierra Vista. She showed up with her very dark, dark black eyes and hair. Um, and I was on stage, she showed right next to me just in the glory of her 20, her youth. It was just fabulous. And so every time she shows up, I feel that youth on her. But human beings, you may not, it's a wonder I, with my asthma, I love all kinds of smells from soaps, to lotions. But my kids say, you have a, we have a, a scent. So as a spirit person, you will still give them that scent. And we can always feel that person. And we know who exactly who it is. I think you told me that about your dad or your mom, somebody. My mom. Mom. You, you can f sense that. I think your father had a scent, too, because when he showed up the other day, I, I felt like that. I, it's hard for me. Could have been that. It was something. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I bathed my mom in a certain um, soap, a certain uh -huh. flavor of soap after she passed. And when and she does come, that's what I smell. So she remembered that smell when she passed over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, and, that's, and absolutely, they'll help you. Uh, sometimes they get upset that you're People have told me they're upset because a client has not come, especially in the throes of grieving for them. Mm -hmm. And you can appreciate what dreams may come. Robin Williams goes to his wife when she's sitting in front of his gravestone. And he's a spirit man, and he's grieving that she's grieving. Well, when he touched her, all she felt was his grieving on top of her own. It was overwhelming. Then it occurred to him. He stepped back, and he said, oh, I'm causing more hurt because the grief is compounded. So if you want, if people call me and they go, I can't feel like I feel. I says, honey, your life force looks like a firecracker. Who could get near you? So I give them a visual to calm their life force around them. So the spirit person comes close. They can then have a sense of them. Can you imagine screaming and yelling all the time? What spirit person are you going to have a sense of? Can't. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that why, is that why some people, it, it takes a while before they have a, a vision of, of, of their spirit person, you know, because like in Marisa's case, it came to her in a vision. Dream. You know, some people dream or whatever. But for some people, it takes longer than others. I think it's, we're not always aware at the level of grieving that's going on. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, if you can lose a child or best friend or parent, you're going to be in the throes of real grieving. Um, do I grieve? I grieve the loss of that person being in my life. I don't grieve that they Yes, I agree they died, but there's a different level of thought for me. Mm -hmm. um, when I die, I told my kids I want pizza and champagne in a park. Celebrate my life. Celebrate that I was here. When you do that, it puts a different mindset. No, no, don't do it in a chapel or mortuary or any place where there's grieving and heavy and you got to look at the coffin. Ooh, heck no. Cremate me, put me in a jar, leave me at home, put a picture out and say I had a good life. That's the only way to do it so people can recover from the shock of your death. 
but you're going to be fine. And they have to be okay with that. That is your time. I don't believe there's, oh, please don't write me letters. This happened. And I try to tell people because I've been doing this for 32 years and boy, we do live. So I was involved with Harold's Ice Cream Parlor. And I left five minutes before the plane hit. Of course I would, right? And I rushed my sister and my daughter out there, got in the Volkswagen, Futwich Boulevard, headed to the freeway, highway, um, is it? 160. Let's see. It's 160. Okay, whatever. So, yeah. it, so Pharaoh's Ice Cream Parlor was here, the ice cream parlor, the clothing store next door. The plane crashes into it, and I, I tell, I was talking on a radio show, and this twin, 22 people were killed, and the twin of one of the girls called me and said, if you had such a strong impression something was ter terribly wrong, why didn't you tell everybody? How would I? My first thought was my husband was in trouble. That's the only thing I could think of. It could have been that that was a message to me. I was pregnant with my son, three months pregnant with him. Mm -hmm. And I felt like after thinking about it, maybe his spirit has said, get out of here, get out of here. Or because when I got home, my husband was fine. But before we got the freeway, my daughter, no seatbelts in those years, everybody it was uh, 73. September of October, 73. They were, she was jumping up and down in the back seat, looking out the little window. Mommy, mommy, look at the big, you know, three-year-old describing something. And I couldn't figure out what that was. And we were on the freeway, and they had this big announcement on the radio. Terrible crash. Pharaoh's Ice Cream Parlor across from the airport. Airplane crashed into it. And I had just been there. The shock of that overwhelmed me. I was grieving. By the time I got home, Larry had heard that and thought I was in the crash. So what I picked up, I felt probably was the spirit of my son because he mm -hmm. needed to be born. Mm -hmm. I don't know why other people had to die. I don't have answers for that. Why did my father have to die? He was only 33. Very promising. We we're going to move Florida the next day, uh, April 1st, 1955. Mm -hmm. Well, that was kind of leading you to my next question. I mean, you hear people that die of every age and, and, and yeah. I mean, is there that old, like I talked with Dr. Linda last night, that old adage that there's several ways out for us. Do we take them or not? Is, is that what the case is that somebody yeah. just decides I'm done? You know, that there's a, go? so one day <laughs> I was talking to Sue, the one who lost her son mm -hmm. and grandpa showed up and he said, uh, we gave him six more weeks. He should have died yeah, this time. I can't remember the reference point. Mm -hmm. But we gave him six weeks. So Sue was sitting there real quiet. And she goes, oh, my God. What happened? She had a house with a basement. Everything went out. She asked me to go in the basement and throw the switch, make sure it was on. When he threw the switch to turn the power back on, he looked down, and there had been a water main break. He was standing oh. in two inches of water. So in that six, from that incident to the day he was killed by a drunk driver, he wrote a fa his father a letter. Because that made him think about what has he not completed. He was only 17. He was an amazing young man. He made it with his father. He wrote a letter to, he did a lot of things that Sue said most 17-year-olds wouldn't even think of doing. And then he was killed. So then she realized there's a window. And what I got from that, there's a window for all of us. And people will say, man, that's crazy. I've had two or three close calls and all of a sudden they are dead. And you go, whoa. 
you know, that's kind of like, right. what is that about? And it, I, I lined it to, I will leave when I no longer can give my voice out. Because you never know what you're going to tell somebody. It changes their path. And it may be right. somebody who cannot change their path. So when I'm done with the last person I'm supposed to talk to, I either will lose my voice, I'll be forced to retire, or something will happen to me because I'm not supposed to give my breath one more day. And it's intellectual and emotional influence that we would have on those people that are in our lives. So the date is important. So curious, my father died at two o'clock in the morning, April 1st, 1955. We were going to move to Florida. He and a friend were going to open up in the heart of the hub of Miami, an art studio. He was a universal, he was an artist for Universal Studios. And those years they didn't have the camera work we do now. And so he would paint two and three, four, five feet tall of each starlit movie star. And you can only do so many and you go, so many with you go, uh, don't want to do this anymore. But there was a very up and coming community in, Flor in Florida that he wanted to go to. Yet he got killed. Yet we moved up there to Northern California. So my first husband met me at a dance when I was 15 and he was 16. The one who drove him was old enough to have a driver's license. The one who took me, she had a driver's license. Come to find out, the hospital I was born at was very close within a few miles from where my husband's sister was born. We were supposed to meet. Moving to Florida wouldn't have done it. His father, my first husband's father, was part of the inner circle of Reagan. So eventually he was moved up there to be there where we met. Mm -hmm. And we dated all through high school, married four and a half years after we met. Mm -hmm. Now you ask, well, okay. Well, I can't tell you on the air because I'm not going to embarrass my kids. But they're getting, one of them is in a high profile career. And you know, I'd have to kill you if I told you. <laughs> right? So maybe it's not necessarily me or my children, mm -hmm. but my grandchildren. You know, the story's yet to unfold. I'm not going to take credit. I'm just maneuvered around because we're supposed to. Then you say, well, what about the rest of the family? Both my, ch my sisters did not have children. Just me. You go, ugh. What can I say? I don't know. Did he was he sacrificed for me? I don't think so. I think this is all an agreement. I don't like it sometimes with children. I had a friend that had a child, and he was a healthy, big, beautiful young man, boy, and he was he died like two, three months old from a virus that she caught and gave to him. Why why go through all that and then die? I don't have answers. I'm just a human being that's stuck on this meat jacket. <laughs> Think of it like that and a little bit of more humor. You get sick, right. then just go get it fixed, right? More well, questions. Stories, I mean, like with Athena's had a lot of had a lot of near misses, you know, where, where, where she's been involved in stuff. I mean, we saw her history a couple weeks ago, you know, like, you know, and, and then we talked about that, it. Yeah, there's people that have near misses. And, you know, like I, like I, like, like I said, I think it's that those doorways that that we have the choice. Right. It's either going to happen or it's not. Or you might be going to bed one night, go to bed, not wake up. I mean, you know, it's just, you just don't know. It's just how I you take feel it and punch, honey. At that um, point, you know. 
So if I hadn't gotten cancer, I would not have gotten to, if I hadn't gotten cancer, I would have stayed in our Catholic marriage. Mm-hmm. But we, he got into police work and it kind of changed. I'm not going to, he's alive and I don't want to say something I shouldn't, but we changed, mm-hmm. you know, we changed. And I realized if I was only going to live a few more years, maybe I needed to find me. Mm-hmm. So I got out. And then when the doc told me a year and a half later, yeah, you're going to be fine. We're going to, we got it. You're going to be fine now. And it just happened to be my birthday, April 30th, 19, 1990. And I realized, um, what's the point? And on my website, I have on there my pledge to, to the universe. Thank you for my life and my sanity. And if you wish, I will work for you the rest of my life. I call it the red brick effect. They can't get your attention. You're going to be hit with something so big. It will wake you up. My awoke, my, that moment that I awoke was the moment the cancer was so severe that I was going to die. And I said, there has to be more. And then I'd always had this gift and I never, you know, it's just, um, and then spirit took over one week later coming home from Auburn. Oh, honey, let's go shopping at Sunrise Mall. I got in there and they told me to leave and it was that push out the door. Like, oh, 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 I just wanted to go shopping. Window shopping. I'm not a wealthy woman. Ended up in Spirit of Grace. May 4th, 1990, the rest of my life started that night. The passion to be alive was the search for truth. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? All that suffering? For what? You know? It's really hard, but I was so hungry to find out why we're here. And now I know. It's marvelous. And I'm still at it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I hope guys, I inspired somebody to get into this. That's 8.30. I know it. I can't. Well, you know, that's what happens. You put me on. I'm going to talk. Yeah, we're going to talk. I never have an. I always have stories. and. So like endless. I said, as you can get to reading tonight, she's going to get to it, but we're not going to. So next week. We're going to do it next week? Next week. So what questions do we want them to focus on? I don't, I think it should be open-ended. I, okay. I want direct question. I okay. don't want you to say, I'm really happy with my life. What do I, what should I do? <laughs> One lady called and she says, what career should I do? Uh, please. Have you looked right. at the yellow pages of the telephone book, how many jobs there are? Now I can go into your brain and feel how it feels to be who you are, but that doesn't tell, that's another thing too. You know, when I started 32 years ago, everybody got married, had children, had particular careers that mm-hmm. kind of like delineated all the careers we have. Last 15, 20 years, I got my first website in 1996. You know how many jobs have been created because of the internet? You think I can remember all that stuff? So I can give you feelings and impressions. Mm-hmm. But make it, you know, if you want to see, if you want to talk about who's in your life as a dead person, or if you have a child, you want to know how they're doing. I'm really good with children. Um, but they look like as teenagers and as adults in the career path, it may feel like what I'm saying. The children of today, they're 10 and younger are going to be having jobs that haven't even been invented yet. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a moment. Wow. Right. Fun guys. I really love doing this. The passion for this. I hope you see it in me to want to do it yourself. Now, I only have very few clients every once in a while that it's hard. 
I had a little girl that was very unhappy with her life and didn't want to live anymore. She's very depressed. Those are the hard ones. I've been hospice trained twice and I dealt with a lot of people. But when it's 20 year old and she's beautiful and she's young, you know, just um, really that's the hard stuff. I don't want anybody to call in and say, I kill myself, who's please, right? I'll be angry because I deal with a lot of people who are not physically healthy. Mm -hmm. How dare somebody who's got physical body that's healthy, you don't want to take the next breath. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So now we're looking forward to 200 more shows. We hope. <laughs> it's been I a hope while. you guys had fun. Remember Thank the you. thumbs up for Shar show, and go and subscribe yeah, yeah, yeah. at um, yeah on YouTube if you do go the there. Is. Okay, we're here. Yeah. Okay. It, if you have time, go to YouTube and subscribe so you can find out when I'll be on again or some yeah. other guests. Yeah. And we yeah. want to we want to know who you would like. Or the type of shows so yes. that she isn't interviewing a hundred people of different categories let's narrow right. it down so you get who you want to talk to yeah yeah that's what we're doing that's what we want and if you're watching from facebook please follow hit that follow button same thing with twitch and again if youtube subscribe 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 it's that little guy down in the bottom right hand corner with the magnifying glass and the your sherlock holmes hat on i think there's because, a ghost yes it's a little ghosty guy See, that's Caesar's ghost. And that's me, Caesar's ghost. Okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, and that way they'll, they'll, they'll tell you when Nancy's going to be back on. And she's going to post uh, my websites now. Yes, yeah, we're yeah. going to have that at the end. So you can see Nancy's websites, how to contact her for reading, if you want to read anything like that. But I thank you all. I thank you all from the bottom of my heart, especially the ones that, have, that came on in the, in the beginning when I started doing this, and I really looked awkward on TV. We're all, oh my gosh, my shows and things I've done. You know, the first few. It's scary to look <laughs> I at. Some classes and I didn't know how to connect to the people. <laughs> I said, help everybody. <laughs> it's really crazy. I had no clue. Even though I had all those classes to do it in the other room, I had no clue. And then Monica was sending me stuff like mics and everything. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, yeah. I think I started out with headsets on, I think. You know, I was using a headset like yours, then I went to Just like tonight. What's wrong? I just used the same set. Then yeah. luckily I had brought this. Why did this one work and not that one? Yeah, you of never course, know what's going to It's crashed and it said Fox Fire. Was it Fox, uh, Fox Firefox? Fire? Crashed. Firefox, yeah. Firefox crashed. I went, Fox when Fire. Did, when did that happen? You know, but it did do it earlier today, too. All right, so, kids. Everybody, so, I've enjoyed talking to you. Yep. So Monday now, or Sunday, of course, we're going to be reading more of. Lizzie Borden, I think it's it's, it's still going to be dark, not like it was. It got, and I don't think Nancy was listening. It got dark because we were in Lizzie's head. But uh, we're going to continue with Lizzie Borden. It's a longer book, and again, again, we're going to get to the part where you know we get to the end of the trial and she gets, I think what was she got exonerated? If I remember, I could be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she moves into the other house, and the house, the other house is haunted as well as the, the 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 B and B. Well, the B and B is still haunted. So we're going to be talking, that's, that's going to be part of this book, you know, once we continue with that. So, yeah, so we got a ways to go, but uh, we're trucking along with that. And then Monday, medium Mark Anthony is going to be with us. He's, he's really good, too. He's really good. And he likes to study ancient history, and he has talked to and studied King Tut. Ooh. So we're going to oh. be talking to him about that on Monday. 
Steve Martin on oh my Saturday God, Night yeah. Live. Uh, uh, oh my God, I'd love that. That was just fantastic. Kids are too young. Look up Steve Martin yeah. at King Tut Saturday Night Live. It's wonderful. It's a classic. So yeah. that's what we're going to be doing the next couple of days. So I will see you guys on Sunday. And I'm going to be working on content creation this weekend, I think. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the dog ate my homework a, couple, a few a few nights ago. So I had to rewrite all my stuff I was going to do for content creation. And I finally uh. got the scripts rewritten <laughs> up. But that's what happens when you have a three-year-old. <laughs> you know, that's what you're going to get. So yep. you got to laugh. But anyway, I thank you guys for coming. And I thank you guys for your support. And please share this with everybody you can think of. Everybody. Why yeah. not? Like I always say, if you if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share <laughs> it with five people. Well, I well, hope we, we inspire you to want to watch us more. Yes. And enjoy this because our our intent is to teach and inform yes. and make your life better. Yes. It's more interesting to know so more. We're equal opportunity here. Yeah. <laughs> Both my websites, uh, the, the paranormal website is californiahaunts.org. And the yeah. radio website, and like I said, if you guys have these ideas for the shows, email them because I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get them faster over there at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. That's the radio website, the actual website. So that's the place to do that. But I appreciate you, Nancy. I appreciate you. Yep. I've known you forever. It's all good, you know. And uh, we'll just keep keep on trucking. Next show. Boom. At least. All, one. all right, kid. Okay. Have a good one, Nancy. Good night, everybody. Nice to visit with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I did part of my ending, and as always, I'm going to ask you for goodies. And um, for people that didn't get a win tonight, we're going to be doing. We'll do it again. We'll do it again sometime. Okay. Just remember, the next time Nancy's going to be doing some reading. So you see that ticker at the bottom of the page. That's because everything I do comes out of my pocket. And that includes paranormal, you know, paranormal equipment for the team and all that stuff. So you can find it in your heart to help me out because we do want to keep bringing these guests to you. In fact, I'm surprised we made it, like I said, to 200 shows, you know. But uh, it, it's, it's through your donations and stuff that we've been able to do that. So I really appreciate that. You can do that at paypal.me at California Haunts. Or you can do it at Venmo and then type in California Haunts. With that being said, I'm going to kick you into what Nancy, uh, how to get a hold of her and stuff. So here we go. Websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, and remember the, the N, the M, and the A is capitalized, and then youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic. Again, the help is, the help, the book is help, get me out of this funk. Two worlds, developing your psychic skills. And unwilling sacrifice. And of course, you can get those at Amazon.com. And Nancy will, and we will get those books for the winners out to you uh, as soon as we can because it's the weekend. You know how that stuff goes. So we're going to take care of you and send me your addresses at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Okay, so I have them. All right, guys. See you on Sunday.